The Whistler, urged to kill. Wait a minute. Have you heard the strange tales of the Whistler? Of I am the Whistler. Henry Drake, I get terrible feeling of depression. And this awful urge comes upon me. The urge to hurt someone. The urge to inflict pain. The urge to kill. I am the Whisperer. How many things? How many things? For I walk by night. I know many strange tales. Many strange secrets hidden in the hearts of men and women. I step into the shadows. I know the nameless terrors of which they dare not speak. So I tell you tonight the unusual tale. The urge to kill. And he sits in his big office staring out of the soaking sacks of his busy Protecting his own peak, the demands of the past year have brought untold problems to his desk. And placed heavy loads on his shoulders, only Drake and his brilliant partner, Philip Pertman, um, have started his factory five years ago. They built it into a smooth running, highly profitable organization. And now the demands of war have more than tripled the production and worries and worries as well. Phil had put up most of the money of Henry the Brains. It was Henry who was had to make the decision. But now something has happened to Henry. He's beginning to slip. His memory playing tricks on him. Ethel. Oh good morning, Mr Drake. Henry. Uh, oh, good morning, Ethel. Ethel, Mr. Putman wants to know if you've, st- you've studied those contracts last night, Henry. Contracts? What contracts? Ethel, why the ones he gave you last night? You said you'd take them home. They must be signed by noon. Henry. Contracts? Why? I don't know what you're talking about. But what, what, when did Philip give, Phil give me the, any contracts? Ethel. Why? Just before you left last evening. Henry. Hmm. Well, that's funny. Ethel. Don't you, do you remember? Henry. What? Remember? Uh, well, yes, I do remember now. Yes, yes, of course. Ethel. Well, my, may I have them? Henry. Well, let me see. Papers being shuffled. Henry, what on earth did I do with them? Ah, I'll tell Mr. Putman. To s- tell Mr. Putman to step in here. Ethel, yes, Mr. Drake. My- Door opening. Ethel, Mr. Drake would like to see you, Master Putman. Mr. Putman. Phil, I'll be right in. Henry, I'll ring if I need you, Ethel. Ethel, all right. Door closed. Phil, good morning, Henry. What's up? Henry, oh, I, uh, about those contracts you gave me yesterday evening. Just what were they about? Phil, what? What do you mean? Have you read them? Henry, uh, no, I haven't. Phil, good heavens, man. They were supposed to be signed by noon today. It's ten o'clock now. Now where are they? Henry, I don't know. Where they are, Phil. 
I can't find them. I'm sure I didn't take them home. Feel, oh, you must have. Henry, strange. I can't remember a thing about them. Feel, well, what did you do, do after you left here? Where did you go? Henry, well, I went home. That is, I think I did. Phil, think you did? What's the matter with you, Henry? Henry, I don't know, Phil. Don't seem to recall a thing I did last evening. Phil, are you kidding? Henry, not why should I kid about such a thing? Phil, well, don't be sore about it. Certainly ridiculous. This is a serious situation. Henry, I know, Phil. I know that better than you do. Phil, well, call you, call your home. They've got to be out there. Have me to send them over by a special messenger. Intercom switch, click on. Phil, get Mrs. Drake on the phone. Phil, you don't look very well, Henry. You're pale as a ghost. Look at the perspiration. What's wrong with you, man? Henry, I don't know. I really don't know. I feel terrible. And my eyes are bothering me. Bright flashes keep passing in front of me. My ears throb. Telephone rings once and receiver once and receiver picked up. Phil, hello? Oh Rita, this is Phil. Henry's brought the contract home to study last evening. Look around and see if you can find it. Okay. Yes, it's very important. It's a blue in a blue blinder. About twenty pages. What? I see, thanks. He's in the library now. Yes. You can't. Yes, I can I see. Really? Well, alright. Call me back. Phone being hung up. Henry. What was that? What about it? Phil, you have no idea what happened to you after you left home? Left here last evening at six? Honey, did I leave at six? Phil, certainly. So did I. She said you didn't come home for dinner. You decided, she decided to go to the opera. When she came back at twelve, you didn't come in till one. Said your shoes and trousers were covered with mud. You went straight to bed. Honey, was it raining last night? Oh, of course it was. Henry, I didn't, I don't remember that. Phil, Rita's going to look at the coat and suit you were wearing last night. She called me back. Henry, what on earth is happening to me? Why, where could I have gone? Telephone rings once, the receiver picks up. Phil, yes? Yes, Rita. Oh, you couldn't. I see. Very well, thank you. Goodbye. Phil being hung up. Phil, not a trace of a contract. Now what? Henry, Phil, Phil, I've got to tell you this. This isn't the first time this has happened. It's been going on for weeks, about twice every week. Terminal pressure closing me. And then when I wake up, I can't, for the life of me, even remember what happened the night before. Phil, well, maybe the strain has been too much. You better see a doctor at once, Henry. Henry, oh, I know I should, but I am afraid to. Phil, why? Henry, I'm afraid that they might, they might tell me. Phil, nonsense. Come and see a doctor right now. I'll go down to your place and search it from top to bottom. Henry, very well, Phil. I'll go now. I'll be back as soon as I can. Henry stumbles. A day is in his office. Walks about the city. Visit as 
Honey, I know you're not a general practitioner, Dr. Schwartz. Uh, as the state, and as a state psychiatrist, I know you're a busy man, but I've read a few of your books. I thought you'd be willing to help me. Dr. Schwartz, well, I really wouldn't, Mr. Drake, but I know who you are and what you've been doing, so I'll, I'll do what I can. Henry Leed, thank you, Doctor. Henry, yes, I wake up in the morning and can't remember what happened the night before. In the morning I have a headache and see strange flashes before my eyes. Hear throbbing noises. Dr. Swartz, how often does this occur? Henry, about twice a week, but I remember everything I do during the day. Dr. Swartz, uh-huh. Have you ever had a serious ailment? Henry, no. Dr. Swartz, ever had an accident? Anything that might have caused a concussion? Henry, well, not that I remember. I may have had it as a child. Hmm. Have you been working under a mental strain? Henry, yes. Yes, I have. The pressure's been more than doubled. Last year, the problems have been so heavy that I haven't been able to sleep. I studied them until dawn, until finally was unable to remember them. Hmm. You don't go to sleep easily? Henry, no. Not until very late. From all appearances, I wonder about to one o'clock in the morning. Where? I don't know. Does Swartz, you're married? Henry, yes. Why, yes. Does Swartz, and what does your wife think of your strange behaviour? Henry, naturally, she doesn't like it. She says I walk in and go to bed without saying a word. So now she doesn't even ask where I've been. Dr. Swartz, are you and your wife incompatible? Henry, well, somewhat. Dr. Swartz, have you ever been interested in another woman? Henry, I have not. Any, Dr. Swartz, any children? Henry, no. Dr. Swartz, hmm, have you ever been caught in a predicament where you're forced to do something dishonest in order to escape a severe penalty? Dr. Swartz, Henry, what do you mean, Dr. Swartz? Well, uh, I'll put it another way. Do you feel anything or anybody, Henry? No, Dr. Swartz. Do you hate anything or anybody? Henry, yes. Lately dislike my work, my business intensely. Dr. Swartz, why? Henry, I don't know why. Maybe I've had it too much of it. Dr. Swartz, hmm, who is the closest to you in your work? Henry, well, I have a partner and we have a secretary. Dr. Swartz, and who are they? Henry, my partner is Philip Putnam. My secretary is of Ethel. Watson. Dr. Swartz, I oh, both had the same secretary. Henry, yes. That way we keep things more orderly. Dr. Swartz, ah oh, well, could you, get a, could you get along without her? Henry, why? I never thought of it. She's very capable, but I suppose I could get along without her. Dr. Swartz, does your partner have as much responsibility for business as you? Henry, I do most of the mental work. Dr. Swartz, you may resent said that said that and you mean do do I think you should take more responsibility yes I do but he's incapable plays golf and takes days off at a time yes I do resent that I know nothing can be done about it Dr. Swartz is your partner married no for a while I thought he and our secretary were very fond of each other but in the last few months it seems to have called Dr. Swartz hmm are your financial affairs in order? Henry, exceptionally. So never, so never better. Dr. Swartz, are you worried about the outcome of the war? Henry, why? 
No more. No, no more than anyone else. Whereas be keep. It will keep every nose to the grindstone. Doctor Swartz, do you drink? Hang me. Uh, temperate. Probably a little more than uh, late. Doctor Swartz, never look. Never took narcotics. Henry, no, no, I, I don't try sleeping pills, but they don't do me no, they, they do me any good. They're good. Doctor Swartz, I see. Have you anything further to add to this discussion, Henry? Uh, I uh, no. Doctor Swartz, well then, I must ask you to leave and not come back, Henry. What? What do you mean, Doctor? Doctor Swartz, just that. Leave and don't come back until you decide to tell me the truth, Henry. But I have been telling you. Every, you think I know? Dr. Swartz, no, you haven't. There's something you've been withholding. Good day. Henry, wait a minute. What are you trying to say? Dr. Swartz, I'm not trying to say anything. I told you that you're holding something back. It's a fear that you don't want, want to know. If you want me to help you, you have to divulge everything. Henry, all right. I thought maybe you could help me without my me by telling you that. All right, I'll tell you what it what it is. Told Schwartz, that's better. Henry, it happens to be on these mornings when I fail to remember what occurred the night before. It happens during these spells of flashes and noises. But Schwartz, what happens? Henry, I get this terrible feeling of depression, and suddenly. Gradually, the urge comes to me. Doctor Swartz, the urge to what? Henry, the urge to hurt someone. The urge to inflict pain. Inflict injury on someone. Doctor Swartz, on whom? Henry, anyone. Any person that comes into my mind. Anyone I see or think about. Waitress in the calf. My secretary, my chauffeur, my wife, my partner. A labourer, anyone. Doctor Swartz, have you... We killed anyone, Drake? Henry, no, no, I swear, never. I don't even, I don't want to. That's why I'm here. I'm afraid, afraid of myself. I don't want to harm anyone. I'd rather die. Dr. Swartz, would you? Henry, yes. All right, now you know. That's my great fear. Something's got to be done about it. You've got to help me. Dr. Swartz, very well, Drake. I'm glad you finally told me. Now I know what to do. Now where do you, where to start? Harry, do don't think I'm going completely to pieces mentally. I mean, that sorts. No, I don't think so. And you think it's just temporary? Sorts. Ah, oh, let's not talk about it anymore. Henry, but what can I do? That sorts. I want you to stay away from the business for a week. Don't go near it. Don't think about it. I want you to stay in a bed as much as possible. Read something in light vein. Putter about. Putter about if you like in the garden. Say some anything but business. In the week I want to see you again. All about, but above all rest. Reset your mind and your body. Henry, yes, I understand. You think you'll you think that you'll bring me out of these spells, Dr. Swartz? I think everything will turn out for the best, Henry. Oh, thank you, Dr. Swartz. I appreciate all the, this. I will see you in a week, Dr. Swartz. Goodbye, Mr. Drake. Door opening, then close. Dr. Swartz. Oh, Miss Burton, Miss Burton. Yes, Dr. Swartz? Dr. Swartz, do you 
Did you take down the interview? Uh, did you Mrs. Burton? Mrs. Burton, yes, Doctor. I made a recording of it. Doctor Schwartz, thank you, Mrs. Burton. So Henry goes home. Stays in bed for three days. According to the doctor's instructions. And tonight, towards midnight, third evening, his wife comes home. He's to find he's gone. Him gone. Rita, Jackson, Jackson, Jackson. Yes, Mrs. Drake? Rita, Jackson, where's Mr. Drake? Jackson, what? why Mr. Drake is in this room? Rita, but he isn't, he's gone. Jackson, gone? I didn't see him go out, madam. Rita, what do you, when did you see him last? Jackson, why, it was about 9.30. I looked in to see if there was anything he wanted before I retired. Rita, what did he say? Was he dressed? Jackson, no, madam. He's in bed. He said he didn't want anything. I might as well turn in. Rita, what on earth could be going, gone on a rainy night like this? Where on earth could he have gone in a rainy night, on a rainy night like this? Jackson, well, I should go out and try to find him, madam. Rita, no, never mind, Jackson. You can go back to your room. Jackson, yes, madam. Thank you. Good night. Door closing. Tell receiver lifted from the hook. Number dialed under following. Rita, I can't imagine why on earth he'd got he'd go out when I he wasn't feeling well. Hello, Phil. This is Rita. I just came came in and Henry isn't here. I don't know. The butler said he saw him at nine thirty. He was in bed. Why would he go out in the storm? What reason could he possibly have? Well, no, I don't think so. I hope he doesn't. Yes, good night, Phil. Yes, I'll see you tomorrow evening, if possible. Good night. As Rita hangs up the receiver, she suddenly realises the dirty door is closed. But a streak of light shows beneath it. She steps quickly to the door and opens it softly. Door opening. Rita. Henry! Henry, huh? Rita, what are you doing here? Henry. Oh, hello, Rita. Rita, why don't aren't you in bed? Henry, in bed? Why, I don't know. Rita, who are you phoning? Henry, phoning? Oh, I was just thinking about phoning the doctor. I wanted to talk to him. Rita, at this hour of night, it's twelve o'clock. Henry, twelve? He pauses as he looks at the clock. Yes, it is. Rita, wait till morning. Henry, yes, yes. Anyway, I can't remember what I wanted to say to him. Phone being hung up. Rita, where have you been? Henry, where have I been? I haven't, I haven't been in any place. Rita, but you must have. Look at your top coat, soaking wet. And look at your shoes, they're muddy. Henry, that's strange. I don't remember having got out. I thought I'd been sitting here all evening. Rita, but it's obvious you haven't been here all evening. You've been out. Henry, perhaps so. Rita, this is the second or third time you come in with shoes all muddy. Where do you go this time of night? Henry, I tell you, I don't remember. Rita, I don't believe you. Re- Henry, whether you do or not, I don't can't remember where I have been. Rita, it's the silliest thing I've heard of a man like you, intelligent man walking around in sleep. Henry, but I couldn't have been asleep. I know that much. Rita, nonsense. Henry, oh, don't be so impatient, Rita. I don't like this any more than you do. But I'm sure I'll be all right in a short time.
Dr. Schwartz will put me out of it. Pull me out of it. Rita, well, I hope so. Honey, have you been out, Rita? Rita, why, of course, I told you early in the evening. I'm going to play bridge with the Parkers. Henry, oh, perhaps you did. I don't remember that either. Rita, I told you what, just the same. Henry, I'm sorry, Rita. I know this must be very trying for you. Isn't very pleasant having a man mope about the house all the time. Rita, you better go to the bed, Henry. Get off, get off those wet clothes, Henry. Oh, yes. Rita, why don't you go away for a few days? Take a little rest. I know you're terribly upset and all that. And would you, it would do you good. Rita, it wouldn't be exactly right for me to go away in a time like this. What would people think of me? Henry, oh, who cares about people? what people think? You could go up to the mountains or down in Miami. Or, well, any place. Maybe by the time you come back, I'll be all right, Rita. Do you want me to go, Henry? Oh, I don't. I don't want you to go. I think it would be would be good for you. You're becoming upset about it because of me. I think you'll worry less if you go away for a couple of days, Rita. Is very well. Perhaps you you're right. We'll talk about it in the morning, Henry. All right. Good night, Rita. Rita. Good night. Henry sits for a while. Staring at the telephone, goes up, gets up softly, shuffles up the stairs into his room, pauses for a few moments before Rita's door, and goes on to his own goes on to his own room, goes to bed. Thunderstorm in the distance. The storm continues in his fury. It's the it's the kennel in the backyard. Rita's Arundel begins to howl. Mixture of thunderstorm and dog howl. Oh. Finally, the storm subsides. Morning comes and Henry joins Rita at breakfast. Rita, what's the matter, Henry? You haven't taken a, even a bite. Henry, no, I'm not hungry. I don't feel at all well this morning. Rita, you do look a pale. I've never seen you so haggard. Henry, no. Rita, what's the matter with your hands? Henry, my hands. Rita, why, yes. You keep staring at them and flexing your fingers. Henry, oh, well, I don't know. I seem to, to, feels like rheumatism. Rita, have some coffee, Henry. Yes, yes, I believe I will. Rita, here you are, have a Henry, a cup. Click a coffee cup on saucer. Henry, thank you. Sound of coffee cup being drunk, dropped on table. Henry, oh, Rita, good heavens. It's all over the floor. Henry, oh, I'm so sorry, I just seem to have no grip. Getting bad when I can't even hold a cut on a cup. Rita, what have you decided about the trip? I wish I'd take a few days, I, I wish you had to take a few days of vacation. Rita, you sound as though you want to get rid of me. Henry, I'm only thinking of you. Rita, very well, if you insist, I'll go up to the mountains, but that place. Maybe it'd be do us both some good. Jackson. Mrs. Drake, Miss Drake, Miss Drake. Dear Rita Jackson, what on earth are you so excited about? Jackson. Oh, Mrs. Drake, something terrible has happened. Rita interrupting. So terrible? What do you mean? Jackson, I don't know how to tell you. It's it's awful. Rita, what are you trying to say? 
Jackson, it's Jim Rita, what's happened to him? Jackson, he's... He's dead. I just went out to the kennel to run the hobby's train. There he was running. Rita, oh, good heavens. Why? Well, what happened to him? Jackson, he's been... Strangled. There was a... He was beside this beside house. His tongue sticking out, way out. It's awful, madam. Rita. Strangled? But why? Who? Jackson. Maybe he got tangled up. His chain didn't appear to so. Well, like somebody did it deliberately. Rita. Oh, the poor fellow. I can't imagine such a thing. Henry, wait a minute, Rita. I wouldn't go out there. Rita. Oh, but I must. Henry, please don't. I will, it will upset you. Please don't go, Rita. Very well, but I'm just sick of it all over. And under uh, Henry, 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 now, now, Rita, I know you of how you feel. It's a shame to Jackson. Jackson, tell the maid to pack Mrs. Drake's things. Going to the mountains for three days. Henry Drake sits staring at his hands for a few moments, opening them and closing them, opening and closing them, and suddenly he leaves the house and rushes to Dr. Swartz's office. Dr. Swartz, what is wrong with you, Drake? You haven't, you weren't to come here until the day after tomorrow. Henry, I had to see you, Doctor. Something terrible has happened. Dr. Swartz, now, now, just calm down, calm down, take it easy. Sit down, Drake. Henry. It's happened in the night, Dr. Swartz. What happened, Henry? Duke, my wife's dog, I, it was killed last night. Dr. Swartz killed? What did you... How did you... What... How did that happen? <coughs> Henry, he was strangled to death. Choked to death. Dr. Swartz, well, who did it? Henry, it... It must... I must have done it. Dr. Swartz, you? Oh, come on, what makes you think that? Henry... I can't remember a thing about it. I can't remember nothing of last night. But I must have done it. Because, because my hands... Doctor, what's wrong with your hands? Henry, they hurt. The muscles are terribly sore as though I've been doing something strenuous. Doctor Swartz thinking. I see. Henry, I look at this mark on my thumb. It's a big cut as though something sharp dragged across it. Doctor Swartz, you mean like a tooth? Henry, yes, why not a dog's tooth? Dr. Swartz, hmm, it certainly does. You really think you killed that dog? What, Henry, what do you think, Doctor? Dr. Swartz, I suppose it's possible. There's no proof. It could be just coincidental. Henry, I don't think so. I must have done it. I have never disturbed the neighbours that, that, that I knew that of. He never disturbed the neighbours that I knew of. No, well. Dr. Swartz, did you like the dog? Henry, why? Of course, I was very fond of him. Do you see what this means? I'm afraid of something like this. Heaven knows what else I've done when I've been in these lapses. You've got to do something for me, Dr. Swartz. Drake, I'm going to have to put you through all the tests. I'll take some time. I think we can get at the root of your trouble. Henry, I'll do anything, anything you say. Dr. Swartz, be straight. I'll be straight. I'll be straight. I'll be start right now. Click of intercom. Dr. Swartz, 
Mrs. Burton, get Mr. Fenton. Dr. Fenton, I want him to assist me in a complete examination. Miss Burton, yes, Dr. Swartz, right away. Dr. Swartz, now, Drake, just relax and continue staring into this little beam of light. We want you to answer these questions as quickly as possible. Honey, yeah, okay. Dr. Swartz, you're closing across the street. Nordville sunny bears down upon you, you see? Honey, yeah. Dr. Swartz, an effort to save yourself, you jump out the, the way. Henry, yeah. Dr. Swartz, you jump forward. How do you jump forward or backward? Why, uh, backward. Henry, Dr. Swartz, out. Swartz, why? Henry, I can jump backwards quicker than I can forward. Dr. Swartz, repeat after me as quickly as possible. One, two, three, four, five, six, eight, nine. Henry, one, two, three, four, five, uh, five, uh, five. Six, nine. Dr. Swartz, there are no children? Henry, no. Dr. Swartz, but are you married? Henry, yes. Dr. Swartz, suppose you have a child who comes home at eight night and discovers your home is on fire. House is fire. Your wife and children are alone, asleep on the second floor. Would you try to rescue them first or call the fire department? Henry, I, I, uh, well, call the fire department. Dr. Swartz, I see... Get all of that for the time being, Mrs. Burton? Mrs. Burton, yes, Doctor. Dr. Swartz, now, Drake, keep your eyes on the black dot. Follow it closely as it, as it moves. I'm going to call a series of words. As I call them, you will answer the word or phrase suggested by what I say. Henry, yes. Dr. Swartz, green. Henry, grass. Dr. Swartz, roses. Henry, funeral. Dr. Swartz, oranges. Henry, sunset. Dr. Swartz, honeysuckle. Henry, comb. Dr. Swartz, violet. Henry, wife. Dr. Swartz, red. Henry, blood. Dr. Swartz, dog. Henry, hands. Dr. Swartz, auto. Henry, wreck. Dr. Swartz, rain. Henry, mud. Dr. Swartz, love. Henry, hate. Dr. Swartz, very well, Drake. Rest for ten minutes and we'll receive the demon's test. Ah, oh, how are your hands? Do, do you ferns feel? Henry, uh, well, about the same. Dr. Swartz, all right. Come with me, Mrs. Burton. Mrs. Burton, yes, Doctor. Examination. Finally, Drake goes home, completely exhausted. The time, hour two, goes, doses in the library. Pat, 9.30, Jackson Butler steps into the room. Jackson, do you? Dr. Swartz, violets. Henry, wife. Dr. Swartz, red. Henry, blood. Dr. Swartz, dog. Henry, hands. Dr. Swartz, auto. Henry, wreck. Dr. Swartz, rain. 
Henry mud, Dr. Swartz love, Henry hate, Dr. Swartz well, great, rest of the ten minutes we'll see you for the next test. Ah, oh, how are your fans feel? Henry, uh, well, uh, about the same. Dr. Swartz all right. Come with me, Mrs. Burton. Mrs. Burton, yes, Doctor. So, through the day, various intervals, the side crisis continues its own nature. Fine Drake goes home completely exhausted. For an hour or two, he dozes in the library. About 9.30, uh, it's about 9.30, Jackson the butler sets in the room. Jackson begs your pardon, sir. Henry, uh, Oh, where have you been, Jackson? Jackson, why? No one was here. So I went over to visit my brother for a few hours. Henry, where is Mrs. Drake? Jackson, why? She's gone to marry me for a few days, sir. Said to tell you she thought you'd better go today. Take, took the six o'clock train this evening. Henry, oh, I see. Jackson. Anything you want, sir? Henry, no, no. You turn it in. I, if you like, Jackson. Yes, thank you, sir. Good night, sir. Henry, all right. Door shutting, spooky. Henry sits staring to the dark. Oh, it's an error. So he rises as if in a daze, puts his hat and coat, slips out the house and starts to walk about in the night. Finally he comes to the apartment house, climbs to the top floor and knocks on the door. Knock on the door. Door opening. Phil. Henry, where are you? What are you doing here? Henry. I want to talk to you, Phil. Phil, welcome in. Door shutting. Phil, what's the matter with you? Sit down. Henry, I don't want to sit down. Phil, just as you like. What do you want to talk about? Henry, you and your bag, you have your bags packed? Are you going someplace? Phil, why, uh, yes. Driving home, down to Boston for a week of business. Henry, on business? Henry, Phil, yes, on business. I tried to reach you yet today. Today, but I was unable to, Phil. What on earth is wrong with you? What are you staring at, Henry? Are you sure you're going to Boston? Phil, certainly I'm sure. Henry chuckles. Phil, what are you laughing about, Henry? You ain't going, you aren't going to Boston. I know where you're, you're going. Henry, I tell you, I'm going to Boston. Henry, I don't believe you. Phil, what are you talking about? Henry, Reese has gone to Miami. We don't, why don't you go to Miami, too? Really, you look look like you like that better. I think you'd be very jolly. Phil, why, oh, for heaven's sake, stop this nonsense. Henry, is Rita here? Phil, certainly not. Why should she be here? Henry, I f- wonder. Could you, could you think of any reason? Phil, I think you're out of your mind, Henry. Do you really? Phil, you certainly act like it. Henry, ah, but I'm not. I'm perfectly sane. Phil, all crazy people think they're the same. Henry, maybe I'm crazy, but I don't feel crazy. I'm perfectly normal. Ha <laughs> ha, Phil, you better go home. You're in no condition to go on round. Henry interrupting angrily. Where's Rita? Phil, I don't know where Rita is. Henry, she hasn't been, she hasn't been here. Phil, no. Henry, you're lying, Phil. She has been here. Phil, that's ridiculous. What? Hey, look. Here in, in the ashtray, I read a specially made cigarettes. Phil, why, uh, I put that there. I thought, I'd try them. Henry, really? Where did you take, used to, 
When did you take to using lipstick film? Film. All oh, right, she was here. She left to catch a train at six o'clock. Henry, you catch the next one, is that right? Is that it? Film. She came here to talk, talk about you. She's terribly upset about your position. She thinks... Henry, what, what about, what does she think, Hill? She's coming afraid of you. Henry, oh, I see. What caused that, Phil? Why she? Why couldn't she be upset? Or acting like a lunatic? She thinks she killed the d- dog. Did you? Henry's spooky. I don't remember. Maybe I did. Phil, I've got to hurry. My train leaves in half an hour. Henry, there's no train for Boston for three hours. Henry, but the, the train for Henry leaves in half an hour. Phil, you better go home, Henry. Henry, why didn't you admit it? Why they lie about it? You're meeting her in Miami. Phil, get out of here. Henry, you and Rita are in love. I know it. I've known it for weeks and weeks. Last night I found out for sure. Phil, you're crazy. Phil, Henry, am I? Maybe I am. I heard you both talking on the phone. He doesn't know why he's listening on the distinction in the library. How do you agree to meet at a certain time? That's how I've been wait that's what I've been waiting for. Now I know it, Phil. Alright, alright, what of it? Why you've been acting is is enough to make any woman dislike you. Woman dislike you. Phil Henry, oh, so you met it. Phil, yes. Now get out of here. Henry Ha Phil Henry, put away that gun. Henry, all right. I've got to leave it right here when I'm through with it. I'm going to kill you. Phil, you're saying, fool? You can't get away with a thing like this. You can't prove anything about Rita and me. They'll hang you. Henry, oh, I can't. Don't think so. Don't you remember? I'm crazy. Phil, I fix you. Phil, receiver up. Oh, Rita. Phil, police department. Henry, go ahead, call them, that's fine. Phil, hello. Henry begins. Phil, this is Phil Putman, Rexley Apartments. There's a madman in my room, he's trying to kill me. Henry shrieks a laughter, gunshot rings out. Two gunshots. Phil, ah, three more gunshots and the body hits the floor. Door closing, Henry, what a shame. Phil, you missed the train. Well, it's all over. Henry sat down and what? Sit down now and wait for the police. You don't have any more mental lapses now, do you, Henry? You don't need to. to. Fantastic job, Henry. I'm very beautifully planned. Everybody knows your mental relapses, your illness, your desire to harm people. Peter Rita knows about the dog. The secretary knows about the contracts. But most important of all, Dr. Schultz knows you've been suffering from a mental disorder for weeks. Ah, oh, there'll be a trial. Your plea will be sanity. You'll get away. You'll go away for a while. All of a sudden, you'll be cleared. Walk up for man. Now, in the courtroom, a Dr. Schwartz is psychic, is speaking. Dr. Schwartz, Master Mr. Drake came to me with trouble some weeks ago. Later, Dr. Fenton and I analysed him thoroughly. Here is a signed statement of our findings at that time attached to the, author, the findings of yesterday. Henry Drake was then 
is now absolutely sane. Everything was a plan to escape the death penalty for premeditated murder. <sighs> well, there you go, Henry. The whole thing blew up in your face. A beautiful plan. God, hey, well, you should have spent less time thinking about your revenge, Henry. And more time studying psychology. Too bad. <laughs>